There are a couple of peculiar things about today's feast of the Epiphany. You know, we normally think of it as the day in which Owen oh, the Magi came to see the child Jesus, the wise men. They came from the east, the three wise men, as we see depicted in most major th- scenes. They come with gifts of frankincense, gold, and myrrh, and they come and they see Jesus. They're representative of the Gentiles who came to know Jesus. So that's what we normally think. And yet today, in a very, at least if that's all we know, a very peculiar way, we bless water with a special blessing. And we have a solemn proclamation that will be done following this homily. That's called the solemn proclamation of the movable feasts, where we hear proclaimed by the church those days that change every year, Ash Wednesday, the Ascension, Pentecost, all those kinds of days. And it might be strange to us, why do we do that today on the Epiphany when we remember the wise men? And to answer that question of why we have these two things, we have to go back to the name of today's feast day, Epiphany. What does it mean that the Lord made an epiphany? The word epiphany, I don't know the exact term in Greek, I believe it is, but it means basically an appearance. An appearance. And the reason why today we remember the Magi, the wise men, and how they came to see Jesus is because that is God showing to the Gentiles who are us. You know, we are, most of us in this room are not descended from the Jewish people. To us was given this revelation, this epiphany of Jesus Christ, the God-man, born in the manger. But that is not the only epiphany of our Lord Jesus. That is not the only way that God chose to appear to us. And that is why there's all these other things that are tied to this feast day. Traditionally, in the ancient tradition of the Latin Western Church and in the Eastern Church, the Epiphany remembers not just the wise men coming to see Jesus, but also the Lord's baptism. When God, the Holy Spirit, descended upon Jesus Christ, God the Son, and said, the voice of the Father was heard and said, This is my beloved Son. When God revealed to us who he was, the epiphany of the Lord at the baptism. And then again, another mystery that's celebrated today. When Jesus changed water into wine... At Cana and Galilee. He revealed who he was. He made an epiphany to the people. Showing this is who I am. And that's why today we bless water. It's because we remember how God revealed himself to us through Jesus in his baptism. And how we were claimed by him in our own baptism. But as well there is that. What I mentioned that I'll do in a few moments, the solemn proclamation of the movable feasts, as it's called. What does that have to do with the epiphany? And it goes back to what all of these mysteries, everything we've been doing in the Christmas season culminates in. See, we think of Christmas as just the time Jesus was born. 
And that was it. All the things that happened around the time Jesus was born. But already at the very beginning, when Jesus, our Savior, was born in the manger, he was already reminding us, making us ready of what's going to happen at the end. The Magi bring gold, frankincense, and myrrh, a burial spice, something used to prepare someone to be buried. We're already pointing to the end. And these feast days that change every year, Ash Wednesday, the Ascension, Pentecost, what's the one feast day among all of them that dictates how all of them fall? It is the feast of Easter, the feast of the resurrection, the feast day of when Christ, after he had died to save us, rose from the dead in order to break the chains of death that had enslaved us. The reason we do that today is because already, right now, we are being reminded of the central, most important mystery of our faith. That Christ came not just to live among us, but to save us. That Christ came not just to be with us, but to release us from death. That Christ not came not just to be human, but to raise us up to eternal life. Today, now, we begin thinking about what God would do and what God has done in the greatest epiphany when he rose from the dead. And so we hear those announcements of those feast days to prepare us for that day. It is all reminding us of all the great things that God has done for us. And so as we enter into this most solemn feast, may we be mindful not just of the great things that God has done that we celebrate liturgically, the epiphany, the nativity, the resurrection. May they also remind us and bring to mind those blessings that we have each received and that we will receive. And that we are receiving from God. Those ways that he appears to us every moment of our life. Especially as we come around the Eucharistic altar. Where he appears epiphanies to us here in this church. Let us bring those to mind and give thanks to God for what he will do. And what he is doing. I invite you now to listen as these days, these movable feasts of our year are proclaimed in solemn chant. Know, dear, dear brethren, that as we have rejoiced at the nativity of our Lord Jesus Christ, so by leave of God's mercy, we announce to you also the joy of his resurrection, who is our Savior. On the 22nd day of February will fall Ash Wednesday, and the beginning of the fast of the most sacred Lenten season. On the ninth day of April, 
you will celebrate with joy Easter Day, the Paschal Feast of our Lord Jesus Christ. On the 21st day of May will be the ascension of our Lord Jesus Christ. On the 28th day of May, the Feast of Pentecost. On the eleventh day of June, the Feast of the Most Holy Body and Blood of Christ. On the third day of December, the first Sunday of the Advent of our Lord Jesus Christ to whom is honor and glory forever and ever. 